The mission of the community-based organization, Boomers Leading Change, is very well stated and totally clear in being to mobilize, connect, and empower adults age 50-plus to use their talents and energy to create positive, lasting social change. Turning our lifelong experience into impact is stated very well. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Initially founded as Boomers Leading Change in Health, their activities have expanded to incorporate other areas of the community. In addition to health, add early childhood development, learning technology, developing a cadre of community volunteers, and various projects with a purpose. They all serve to make the organization's itinerary full and active. BLC's weekly Connect, Coffee, Tea, and BLC, and their Wind Down are the virtual places to touch base with new people and especially good for those residing alone to prevent isolation. The executive director of Boomers Leading Change is Miss Kelly Brown. The boomers who, the older adults, because we use the terminology of older adults, even though the name is Boomers Leading Change, and yeah. the audience that we work with or we appeal to are older adults who are 50 plus. So when you ask if they are really making change, I would say certainly from the viewpoint that I have, they are. Um, We have older adults who engage in pretty significant ways um, with service delivery for community-based organizations and helping those organizations meet their capacity, fulfill their capacity, and and deliver on their mission. So uh, the work they do, and, and I just heard this anecdotally from one of my colleagues yesterday, that one of uh, our volunteers, and, and I'll get into that a little bit more, um, has been cited by the organization for which that volunteer is, is, is serving as having saved that organization somewhere in the neighborhood of $42,000 just wow. because of the work that that person has provided. So that's meaningful dollars. So that is meaningful service that is being contributed to another or an organization's mission and purpose. So I, I, I would say certainly I can I can't speak for all organizations, but when I think about the one that I work with and for, had the privilege of working with and for, I can say that the commitment is real, the work is real and dedicated, and that the outcomes are definitely positive and impactful. I know your original uh, title of the organization was Boomers Leading Change in Health. And it seems as if, if, uh, you you know, baby boomers have been the most, uh, the healthiest generation in America yet. So if they continue to maintain their individual health, they'll probably have a lot more longevity so they can be much more instrumental in impacting our communities here. Would you all uh, see that going on with them too? Staying staying healthy is the key to the work that they're going to be doing? One of the biggest issues that older adults concern themselves with is their health. I mean, it it is, you know, for most people when they are reaching the age of retirement, the the big concern is not so much what you're going to do, although that is a concern, but is are you going to be healthy enough to do the things that you'd like to do, the things you've been accustomed to doing and that you would continue, you would like to continue. So, if that trend that you're speaking of continues and that older adults are experiencing greater health rather than a diminution in their health, then I think that um, then they will continue to be able to give back in the ways that they are and to experience sort of that renaissance in, t- in terms of their second half of life. The colleague that you were talking that you were speaking with earlier, I guess one of your volunteers saved a uh, 
an organization so much money, I guess that falls under the heading in your activities of projects with a purpose. Um, could you tell us more about what they were doing or about the organization there that they were able to have the kind of impact or, or the skill set they brought to it to making that work? Well, it wasn't Projects with a Purpose, which is still a relatively new um, uh, venture for BLC in the sense that we we, we haven't really launched it fully yet. But this was one of our uh, experienced, engaged fellows. And when we were talking Mm -hmm. earlier about sort of our volunteers kind of nibbling, older adult volunteers nibbling around the edges, are they really just sort of putting themselves in headfirst and just immersing themselves in the experience? Our fellows are the individuals who commit anywhere between 10 to 15 hours a week in service with an organization. So they go through a very elaborate and uh, comprehensive training in order to prepare them for working in the environments that they do. And these are not specifically um, environmentally um, uh, particular trainees in the sense that the employer is not saying, well, we need you to do these. This is a, a general training that all of our volunteers go through, but it does set them up for success in terms of how they work with and interact with individuals within the, um, the settings that they find themselves. But the report that we got back was that the organization was incredibly pleased, obviously, with, with, with what that person had, that volunteer had been willing to and able to contribute, and that it saved the organization so much by having that, you know, 10 to 15 hour a week volunteer um, delivering so much value on the other side. In that experienced, engaged program of yours, now who makes the matchup with the uh, with the organization, the uh, uh, the, the volunteer or the person goes to? Do they select it from a list you have, or do you all look at the uh, skill set that they're bringing? And, uh, and match for uh, the, the, the organization's need to where he, he or she may be going to. That's, pretty, that's a pretty good way to, to describe it. So there is an interest um, inventory in terms of a part of the fellow, the, the prospective fellow, and then there's yeah. the need of the organization, and there is that sort of vetting process to determine whether or not there is a good fit organizationally for both party. So it, it is not sort of a unilateral determination, oh, we've got this fellow who does, you know, tech training. We've got this organization that needs someone to do tech training. So now all of a sudden they're immediately matched together. And, you know, there are, some in, there are some intangibles that have to be met as well. And so once we determine that there is a decent fit between these two, then there's an opportunity for an interview. And then there's a, that sort of mutual vetting the selection process that goes on. And if there's a fit, then that is where the pairing takes place. Now, this isn't the same as your other program called Experience U, Experience University. That's a different program then, right? Right. So Experience U is is a program that we created to help foster continuous learning among older adults. And Experience U has sort of three different focuses. Um, the three L's we call them leadership, lifestyles, excuse me, and livelihoods. So what we do within Experience U, one of our staffers will do some research on a topic um, that fits within one of those three broad categories and find various speakers or presenters or experts who can come in and, and address those topics. And uh, we put out within our website and our social media channels what the topic is going to be and, and give folks and encourage people to come in and sign up to learn more about specific topics. So 
that is um, a different way that we are reaching older adults. You know, the service yeah. aspect is one way, and then there's a continuous learning aspect, which is another way that we're trying to engage them to stay active and to stay involved within the community. And piquing my curiosity, too, so for boomers who are seeking to uh, shape or put into place their next chapter of life, DLC uh, can give them some ideas or some directions to go there, and that's one major reason why they should be connecting with you. Well, I hope so. I mean, certainly, you know, what we're we're exploring at this particular point, an opportunity for um, older adults who have a passion for a certain thing or an area and who might be willing to share that passion with others to, um, you know, contact us to see if there is a way that they can be one of our presenters at Experience You. You know, we, we are we are actively looking for people who are trying to find what is that next step in my life going to look like? And then how is there an organization that can help me facilitate um, the implementation of that next step? And we happen to think, I happen to think that Boomers Leading Change is that organization and that if we don't have it, then certainly we can figure out how within the current inventory of programs that we offer, it might fit so that we can. I mean, that there won't be a match in in all cases, but there may be a match in more cases than none. At the recent uh, National Conference of the uh, uh, Aging Society of America, one of the the topics which kept coming back was helping uh, seniors uh, and, and boomers, because a number of boomers are single, to prevent isolation. And Boomers Leading Change being involved with the organization, that's one thing that's a byproduct that it can do very well is to keep uh, uh, new seniors from being isolated by keeping them in contact and by keeping them involved. Yes, and I think the pandemic really exacerbated what was already a pretty troubling issue. Um, And that is, as you pointed out, the isolation and loneliness that older adults experience, which you know, um, contributes to some health problems that they have, I mean, the mental health being one of them. And certainly I think the physical health decline when you are living by yourself, you don't have that ability to actively engage with others, maybe even if it's just to go walking, just to do something to physically benefit yourself. So one thing that that emerged positively from boomers um, at the start of the pandemic was the creation um, by two of our uh, experienced engaged fellows of a social connections program called Coffee TBLC. And Coffee TBLC um, served a very good purpose in the sense that it was created to generate opportunities for older adults to connect with each other virtually in a very informal setting where they just discuss a topic and it wasn't so much the nature of the topic that was the draw. It was just the opportunity to see faces that perhaps you hadn't met before and to just to have, you know, an hour where you are not by yourself um, and just and, and to just maybe through the course of time develop some friendships, as as it were, with the individuals who participated in that. So, you know, we tried through this program to really hit um, on a need that was becoming pretty manifest throughout the duration of the pandemic. And as things start to open up more, you know, hopefully there will be um, 
less of a need for these kinds of programs, although they won't ever fully go away because even without the pandemic, there are still communities of older adults who are fairly well isolated. So, um, you know, to the extent that we have been able to help mitigate that need, I'm I'm pretty pleased with our efforts and our impact. Yeah, and that uh, Coffee, Tea, and BLC is every Wednesday at 10 a.m., and it's uh, free. I guess people need to go to the website to register for it, but it's free to do. And you also have another one, I think, called the Wind Down. That's once a month as well, but that actually accomplishes some of the same things. It's similar. It's the weekly Wind Down is similar, but whereas Coffee TBLC takes a subject that you know, a topic that you know is maybe something that has been suggested by one of the attendees or participants or one of the two fellows who host it, the weekly wind down uh-huh. usually draws upon a topic of interest that may have been um, featured in um, the news, and they yeah. will the, the, the facilitators will explore um, in detail with those who participate, you know, how does this topic affect us? Is there something within our community that we could be doing similarly, and how do we do that? So it's a little bit more action-oriented and solution-focused, than Coffee Tea BLC, but the gist behind the creation of it is similar in the sense that it is creating that outlet for older adults to connect with each other and thereby alleviate some of um, what might otherwise be an isolating experience. Tell us about another program you have called Early Childhood Education. So this is, I think, one of our new, this is our newest program here at BLC, and this this actually, um, my arrival at BLC in in July of last year somewhat dovetailed with the um, start of our early childhood program. But um, the early childhood sector is one that provides just an incredibly necessary function. It serves a necessary function in our society, and that's taking care of our children, especially our very, very young children. Um, you know, helping them get a head start, but also giving parents the opportunity to continue with their work while their children are being adequately uh, cared On this edition for Older Americans Month, we are touching base with the community active group Boomers Leading Change. Should you wish to positively touch your community and add to your personal legacy of assisting others, Boomers Leading Change is the group to connect with. We'll learn more from their executive director, Ms. Kelly Brown, on our next edition. Until then, you can gain additional insight online at boomersleadingchangeoneword.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. Mask up and keep your distance when going out. Get your vaccine shots to ensure you're good to go anywhere. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.